once again. 2017. Can I do the movie guy voice to start it off now? I mean, fuck it, man. It's the new year, new you, man. So do, so do what you feel. The only podcast that you should be listening to right now. All right, fuck that corny shit. All right. <laughs> again, once again, the class is back, man. Back from the winter break, as always. The Culture Academy Podcast. Class is in session, man. Welcome back, new year. Class is in session. It's a new year, new textbooks, uh, new classes. We rearranged y'all. You know, we got new seating. Um, oh, we, oh, oh, we got, oh, we got that new, uh, we, we got that new uh, influx of cash to get the students some new books. Chill, 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 man. Chill, chill. They got to pay for them books, all right? <laughs> got to pay for them books. We're trying to get this money, all right? 100 bucks a textbook. But yes, sir, we are back for the 2017. I'm glad that everybody was, from what I saw, at least a lot of people were safe this year. Uh, my boy's hitting the dab over there. I appreciate it. Um, a lot of people were safe this year. So, you know, it's good It's good to see everybody celebrating, bringing in the 2017, man. How was your uh, celebration, man? You hang out with the fam? Yeah, everything was good with me, man. You know, the usual um, bringing in the new year, you know, adult beverages, you know, adult flowers, the usual fireworks, you know, the usual. Yeah, I see the usual, man. My 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 New Year's wasn't as usual, man. See, I was hanging out with um, uh, my my girl's family, and they live in a Cuban neighborhood, man. These Cuban, these Cuban niggas haven't stopped celebrating fucking Castro's death, man. These motherfuckers were crazy. Crazy hype for the new year, man. And what bothers me about, I'm sorry, man, I'm not going to throw my whole Hispanic heritage underneath the bus here, but what bothers me, and again, I'm Rican, I'm not Cuban, so, but what bothers me is that Spanish people are just so comfortable to hanging out and partying and stuff, man. Like, son, I'm from the hood, man. I, I can't I can't be appreciating cats that come up to me and want to wanna fucking hug me up, yo, happy new years and shit. Like, nigga, I don't fucking know you. I don't know your fucking name. Coming in for the coming in for the hugs, man. Fuck out of here. But, uh, <laughs> I'm I have, fucking dying. I have no idea who the fuck you are, man. Fucking staying out there with your fucking sandals in 50 degree weather. I don't know who. I don't fuck with you. I mean, I just think on another, on another note that uh, that is crazy that you have all these Cubans who don't live in Cuba celebrating the death of Fidel Castro. Meanwhile, the those people who actually live in Cuba cannot really celebrate the death of Fidel Castro because they still it's got Castro in the office. So I, I find that uh, fucking ironic as shit, though. But, I mean, I can see why they're doing it. I mean, you're basically celebrating because a lot of the people still got their fam out there. You know, you're sending money. You still got a lot of family that's out there. So yeah, you're, see, you're, exactly. So, ain't shit changed. I think it's hilarious, though, that the people who actually should be celebrating are just standing around like, damn, we can't say shit because they still might feed us to the dogs or some shit. Yeah, man. The same note, you just talked about Castro's brother in the office. I wonder how Castro's brother feels when he turns on the news after Castro died or some shit and sees all these people in Miami just partying it up after your brother died. Nothing. He probably just looked at his accountant and said, uh, did, did, did the check clear this morning? Oh, it did? Great. <laughs> you have to see this coming, man. I mean, your brother was fucking giving people like a bag, one bag of rice. One bag of rice, man. Stretch that bag of rice. I tell you, you got a lot of chicken out there. Cuban <laughs> rice and chicken. All right, man. But shout out to my Latinos, my Cubans, man. Like I said, man, she was just, she was dope. Um, yeah, man, 2017. And you know what's funny? Um, Today, it's it hasn't even been a week since we're recording this, a week since 2017 has popped off, and the gods, the gods of news, have blessed us. They have blessed us with the greatest news in the world. With gold, gold, possibly fucking platinum. The way you're looking at this, <coughs> yeah, man. But uh, <clears throat> you know, like I said, if 27 any year pop off, right? 
So at the beginning of any year, when you get the sentence, and I'm not even going to go into, we're going to talk about how all this shit happened, right? But when you start off with the sentences of <coughs> Floyd Mayweather, Chris Brown, Soldier Boy, like those three names do not belong in a sentence together. But the gods of the world made it be that this shit is combined into one and we got probably the greatest fucking circus in the world. And I blame you for all this shit. How do I get the blame? Wait, wait, wait. Talk about wait. How do I get the blame for the world's biggest circus? I'm going to tell you how you get the blame. A while back, I mean, we're, we're about, I think this is episode 13. So we're 13 episodes into this academy. We're 13 episodes in. 13 weeks of class, right? Right. I would say, I don't know. I'm not fucking, I don't keep an eye on this shit. But I would say probably in the middle of that, between six to seven months, I brought up Soldier Boy's name in the conversation. And you said, yo, I fucks a Soldier Boy. Shout out to Soldier Boy. I, I like what he's doing. After that, everything started coming down for Soldier Boy. Damn, so you trying to say I, I, I jinxed him. <laughs> All I'm saying right now is he probably wouldn't have been talking about the Draco if it wasn't for you coming out, <laughs> coming out of nowhere and jinxing Soldier Boy. So, so I shot him. Which, which if I'm correct now, I don't know. I don't follow Soldier Boy's career. You probably can tell me more than, more than I know. Does he go by King Soldier now? No? That's somebody else? No, I, don't, I think that might be somebody else. I haven't heard him say that. You know, I haven't heard him proclaim himself to be that up to this point. So, no, I think that's somebody else. But, um, but I definitely do think it's the world's biggest circus that you have going on. But I definitely think that... Um, that uh that I definitely do prefer, you know, to see these two young brothers uh pick up the gloves of a picking up, you know, any sort of uh, you know, any sort of street violence taking place or anybody getting hurt there. So I definitely think that that's a positive thing, especially if you can spend the money towards uh charity, which I think they're trying to uh trying to spend it that way. But I know they're still going to line their fucking pockets cuz it's PPV. I think it's how they're trying to do it, right? Yeah, you know, you know what somebody uh, whoever buys the PPV for this is that, fucking That was my next question. Would you pay the nine ninety nine? Get the fuck! I wait till that shit go on World Star twenty minutes after it happened. I'm not paying nine. You would not pay the nine ninety nine to get the live experience. I'm not paying nine ninety nine to get a Grand Mac from McDonald's. You think I'm gonna go ahead and pay nine ninety nine for PPV to see this shit? Fuck that! I don't think it's gonna be. You're that. a liar. You would go to McDonald's and spend ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, I'm a dollar menu type dude. Hey <laughs> man, but uh, I don't. I don't see um. I wouldn't pay for it. Do, do you see it selling to the public? Will the public pay for it? I don't see the public paying for it because I don't think it's going to happen. Outside of that, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. In a, we'll get to that part of it in a moment. But do you think, in general, if everything lines up and they give you the date, they give you the time, they give you the arena, they give you the number to call or the button to press on your TV, do you think the public genuinely would buy into this? To I'm gonna this, say no. Into this, I'm gonna say no. And you want to know why I'm gonna say no? Because the majority of the people that I pay attention to this news right now um, who are actually interested in it, because a lot of people are already sick of the fucking antics and shit like that. The majority of the people who are actually into it are more teenagers, and teenagers don't have that type of income to be controlling your parents' TV. Uh, I mean, I think, ten, I, think, I think the teenagers, nah, man. I, I think teenagers got $10. I think we kind of underestimated. You know, so you think kids. a teenager is going to go up to their mom like, here, mommy, here's $10 because I want to watch Soldier Boy and Chris Brown Friday Bro, but I think at the end of the, But I think at the end of the day, that's... I, I'm just saying, do you think that the, I think the teenager, the teenager demographic, I guess you're talking about, might be a part of it, 
but I'm just thinking as a whole to make the to make the event a success, you would need a lot more than obviously you know the the teenagers to get into it. You would need that whole young demographic to kind of buy into it. That whole eighteen to you know thirty four demographic to kind of buy into that. But do you think that it has if you, some some minimal level of interest i think it does but i don't think it has much of a minimal level of interest like they think it will will do you if think, that makes any sense do you sense. think it would generate let me just throw a couple numbers at you do you think it would generate half a million buys i'm not seeing half a million see they're not seeing half a million so then that would be a failure yeah it would be a fail i don't i don't think it's going to generate as much as because to me okay so let's say if this shit happens right and apparently, and we're going to give you guys some backstory, so we're not just talking our ass real quick. But apparently, they, they got the most recent news is 50 Cent says that Mike Tyson will train Chris Brown, which makes it even funnier to me. Yeah, uh, I saw, yeah, I saw the phone conversation that they was having. But apparently, and um, I didn't really know this about Chris Brown. I, I know that he played basketball. But apparently, the, uh, you know, the singer, dancer, basketball player also boxes on the side, too, as, you know, just a way to keep in shape. So Mike Tyson was kind of clowning them like, man, you know, Chris Brown going to beat the shit out of this dude if y'all actually, you know, put this put this circus together. This three ring circus, as as you called it. And and I think he will if it happens. But um, oh, so you got your money on Mr. On Mr. Chris, Chris uh, Brown. On Mr. Chris, Chris Brown. Brown. And here's why. Because when it comes to a boxing match, I think Chris Brown will run circles around, buddy. I do think at some point in his career. Uh, Soldier Boy is going to go to jail on some short ass shit. I think he's been coming out with too many antics, talking about his self defense case, and and people are laughing him out the gym, and he wants some type of street credibility for that. That he's going to be like, you know, fucking, he's going to end up shooting somebody. I do think that's going to end up happening. But if you're talking about just strictly gloves, I just I don't think Soldier Boy is that invested, man. He's fucking this dude is, and yeah, I'm not going to say crazy. That's a fucking stupid term. I think he's too public, like he's too worried about publicity. I mean. This whole thing, he's looking bipolar. Like, he issued an apology, and then the day later, he went on a video talking about, yo, fuck you, I'm going to beat your ass. This dude, is he's he's on some shit, so I'm not sure how invested he would be as opposed to Chris Brown. I think Chris Brown would fucking practice for this shit. I think he would go to the gym with Mike Tyson and do all this shit. I don't think Soldier would do that shit. Yeah, but see, like, for them to be talking all of this shit, I think one thing that I always thought, you want to strike when the iron's hot, and for these niggas to be talking about so we going to put together a fight, and we're going to train and all of this shit. I think by the time they actually go through all of this, there's no interest. There's no interest. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, you need you need the fight. You need the fight to happen this weekend right now while we want to see it. Get these get both of these motherfuckers live in LA. That's what I'm saying. So run, run the Mayweather run the Mayweather gym, Mayweather <laughs> boxing club, put the fucking sparring gear on, bring in the cameras, let motherfuckers spar it out and go from there. I think by the time these mofos actually might put this shit together, the interest is going to be gone. Or Soldier okay. Boy might be going in jail, like you said, apparently. <laughs> uh, okay, let me let me uh, say it this way. I do agree, just like you said. if they Because if they're promoting it, so if Mayweather's promoting this shit like a boxing match, you're going to end up having a date. I don't think they can continue the antics and all this bullshit until that date and get people to still care about it. Um, but do you think... Okay, you know, before we even go into any questions, let's kind of give the backstory because we're kind of jumping ahead on a lot, a lot of the shit here. Like I said, 2017. I never thought 2017 would start off with us talking about Soldier Boy and Chris. And the shit is so fucking stupid. The shit started because Soldier Boy liked the picture of Karuchi on Instagram, right? Yeah, it all stems from some Instagram corniness like that. Yep. 
And did he comment on it or did he just like? Because I don't. Um, I think he, I think he might have just liked it, and then that prompted, you know. But Chris Brown is half crazy too, so that prompted him, I guess, to respond. But here's my thing: How many people follow Karuchi? I'm not sure, but enough because her fame has. She's definitely benefited a lot from just being Chris Brown's girlfriend. So she definitely has enough followers to where they've been broken up for a high second now, and she's still able to collect her own check. Yeah. So. And so many people like her. So I'm pretty sure you had thousands, probably millions of likes with these Instagram girls who like the people who like the picture. Now, I don't fucking know because I'm not in her fucking thing. And I, to be honest, I'm, I don't even know who Karuchi is aside from she was Chris Brown's ex. And that's all that you know. And that's, that's all, all that I know. And that's all that most people know. So if I, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know. I could be I could be 100 off base here, but I would have to assume based on Karuchi's following and people who know who she is and in the industry being the industry so small, I don't think Chris Brown was uh, Chris Brown Soldier Boy was the only artist or entertainer who may have liked her pick. There might have been somebody else. So why single out Soldier? Like, is there some secret history we don't fucking know? Well, according to Soldier, you know, he was sitting down with uh with uh with Mayweather, some associates, and he was basically saying that he believes all of this kind of stems back to um apparently after Chris Brown um, you know, uh rocked her world, you know, and I'm not talking about the Michael Jackson way, you know, uh <laughs> You know, had her ass running on, uh, you know, the interstate out there in LA and shit before the Grammys. That um, a couple nights after that, or a couple weeks following that, I guess she went to a Soldier Boy show, uh, or what have you. And then a couple nights after that, apparently she invited Soldier Boy um, back to her pad, and you know he went in there, and you know, you know they did the do, I guess, or what have you. And then uh, he said that basically Chris Brown called him up, you know, basically crying like, you know, you smashing my girl, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's kind of been uh, undercover beef, I guess, ever since then. And then now with, you know, him kind of reaching out to the ex-girl, you know, he's kind of, I guess he thought that this nigga Brown was looking at it like, dude, this is like the second time you'd have been like up in the mix with the girl that, you know, I've been dealing with. So. Soldier Boy believes it all stems back from when he, I guess, apparently smashed Rihanna and uh, Chris Brown uh, apparently did like that. <laughs> and that's what makes it even funnier. And Chris Brown, I try to pull up the rain here just to be just to cite our sources at the Academy, get the footnotes here. But um, Chris Brown also, because Karuchi came out with some fucking really, really um, uplifting shit about, yeah, you know, stop the violence. Don't don't fight this down at there. And then Chris Brown goes ahead and slams her. On some shit talking about bitch, Damn. bitch, you only famous because you my ex, and that's it, and just starts going off. Which, okay, I'm not facts. It is facts. I'm gonna say that facts worth the beans. It is facts, but there's some things that people shouldn't do. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think Chris Brown should be putting out statements like that towards women. Like really, even though it was true. Like, son. I, I thought the shit was hilarious. He it was, was like, hilarious. My man said, and all those bitches who you still talking to, I fucked the bitches anyway. I said, damn. <laughs> and that is probably facts. That's what I'm saying. But, you know, when we're talking about what happened with Rihanna and even what happened most recently, even though it was some bullshit with that bitch in the mansion. Um, yeah, that was just outrageous. That was the, the outrageous that was bullshit. Just outrageous. So you coming out with this shit, it just it doesn't look good. But, um, do we, hey, let me ask you. Do you think Soldier Boy smashed Rihanna? Like for real? 
I believe it, man. You, you know, believe it. All right, cool. I don't put nothing past none of these dudes, man. I don't put nothing past Rihanna. Because, I mean, you know, none of these dudes, females. Because my man Fabulous said it best, man. Because it's a small world and the hoes make it even smaller, man. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, but really think about it, man. What are the odds? I think the odds are actually in his favor that he did smash. Because, she, I mean, look at, it's such a small circle of dudes, man. And you hanging out with these dudes late nights in the studio. <laughs> making music. He's fucking hanging out two o'clock, smoking weed, doing drugs. And we're not hearing any of this music. We just hearing the other shit behind it. So Hell yeah, man. And I and I definitely believe and Chris and, and me being a, a light skinned dude, I know how light skinned dudes <laughs> can be fucking like emotional and all into their, you know, feelings and shit. So I could and just how Chris Brown is reacting. I could definitely, I think it gives some credence kind of to what Soldier Boy is saying. Because why would you get so emotional about a like on Instagram where that's what it's designed for, to like pictures? And that's what it's designed for. So I never understood the guy, the girl who tripped about, why do you follow this person? Or why do you like this person's photograph? Like a like equals I want to fuck you or some shit. It, like it's just that. It's just a fucking like. Yeah, Instagram been out here getting niggas fucked over. Um, yeah, you see now, just like you said, all of this came from a, from a like of a of a picture. A like, like I don't even think there was a comment to it. It wasn't like. I mean, I think it might have been like some googly eyes, <laughs> like a, something. But like even that. that, like, yo, we this is fucking that new era shit, and it feels weird saying this shit because get all these niggas on IG tweeting worth the Jimmy, you know? Because I'm I'm basically considered a millennial by standards, right? I don't know what the fucking standards is, but I would I don't know. You probably know better than me. I'm 25. Is that is that millennial range right there? I don't know. Yeah, I think we've all to the millennials. Okay, so I don't get. I don't know if it's because I had OGs or other people that raised me and shit like that. I don't get this new shit, bro. Like this shit blows me. Just like you said, over some googly eyes. Like son, it's not like she. Googly eyes. It's not like he went on there and says, yo. Yo, lovely, you know, we, we smashed some shit like that. Yo, appreciate you coming from the cribs. Some shit like that. It was some over some fucking eyes and kissy emojis. Soldier Boy made a song, Kiss Me Through the Fucking Phone. So if you're taking his ass serious, and here's what I think. Between all the shit that's been happening with Soldier Boy, I think Soldier Boy's been baiting a bunch of people, and he finally got somebody to bite with Chris Brown. Because he's been going back and forth with a bunch of people, even including uh, Quavos from Migos. Um, yeah, that's true too. He was they were going back and forth too for a while too. He was trolling them too. Yeah, yeah, and he continues trolling. I mean, you issue an apology after all this shit because you go, okay, let's talk about the famous video. This is before the apology. Soldier, 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 <laughs> soldier boy. So the same soldier boy who went out a long time ago and disrespected U.S. soldiers, that soldier boy. What are you doing in Compton talking about? I'm in the hood. Like, yeah, can you explain no, but, that shit yeah, to me? Yeah, I didn't really understand that video neither. <laughs> they saying soldier that from the hood. Who said soldier ain't from the hood? But you from Atlanta. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, I didn't understand that. You, you ain't being, from that hood? Yeah, I didn't understand you being out there in L.A. talking about some who said I'm not from the hood. It almost reminds me of the Richard, of the, of the Richard Sherman, Aaron Andrews interview. <laughs> 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 the best going in the game. Who said I ain't from the hood? Who said I ain't from the hood? That Who's shit, talking about you? That <laughs> shit blow. And what blows me away is, first of all, I think 
this is what this is what and I And then hate, that man. altercation went bad on video, didn't it? Wasn't old boy like, dude, don't touch me back up. Yeah, off me. you running up on somebody like, hey man, you know, Sarah's all in front of the hood. He's like, Pushed his ass and saying, you saw the other video, right? The other video that came out when they recorded it? No, what happened okay. with the other video? Because what happened was, because um, if you've seen the Soldier Boy video, the, everything goes kind of crazy after that point. What happened in that other uh, video was... Um, they took so- his phone or some shit. No, right? Soldier threw his phone on the ground and was ready to square up. Okay. But he was squaring up like in a way that a sucker nigga squares up. You know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't like squaring up and trying to go at him. He squared up, took a few steps back because he knew people was going to be there. And then everybody started blocking the dude and shit like that. Then dude picked up Soldier Boy's phone. Talking about who phone is this. He's like, that's my phone. And then a lot of it blinked out after that. So they didn't take his phone. But it looked like some shit. I don't know what was going to go on. I mean, I imagine Soldier Boy had to pay those people anyways. But. This is what I'm saying, the ignorance. This is what Bob Yeah, that's ultimately what these dudes is doing. These dudes is paying street niggas to hang with them so they can just, you know, try, and to, the feel same like dude, they, try to feel like they got that street validation. And this is what I say it feels like some bullshit because you remember that Chris Brown video what they did with the Soldier Boy. He had a bunch of goons behind him and shit. Yeah. One of the same dudes from that video, that was the same dude that he tried to hug up on and pushed him. The oh, same yeah, guy. Was it? <laughs> it was the same guy. So here's my thing. I think it's corny anytime you got somebody who's, um, you know, in some type of, who's a celebrity who's going out in the hood and shit doing, like, why the fuck, why the fuck are you going over there yelling Suwu in a Compton neighborhood? And why the fuck are you guys letting him yell Suwu in a Compton? You ain't from fucking Compton. You're from Atlanta. I don't get it, bro. Like, I don't understand this new era shit. Yeah, he should have just got G-checked just from them niggas. That's what I'm saying. But, I mean, I guess money talks. So if somebody's going to come at you and hit you with a stack or some shit and just be like, yo, just be on video with me. Hell yeah, I would do that shit too. Hell yeah. And if you're going to keep coming back tomorrow, the next day, and the next day, hell yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I don't I don't get how a lot of a lot of the shit works. But it, it was just the whole situation to me was fucking corny as fuck. Um, so then that happened. And then Chris Brown comes out with the video basically laughing, talking about, I'm a, I'm, see, you got checked, but I'm going to still beat your ass. Then Soldier Boy comes out with a video apologizing. And I told my mans, I said, yo, this shit ain't going to last. Very next day, Soldier Boy back on the videos. Not even 24 hours later. Not even 24 hours talking about I'm going to beat your ass this, that, and the third. And he even went super petty to even invite Karuchi and Rihanna to the fight that's apparently supposed to happen. If it happens. I don't think that's petty. I think that I think that's very gentleman like. <laughs> gentleman like. Especially if you think you about to beat him. Alright, man. Like I said, we can put a we can put a bow on a lot of the soldier boy shit. Um do you think just like I said, do you uh, we were just touching on this and do you think the fight is gonna end up happening or is it just gonna be canceled? What the situation is? I think they probably gonna drag this shit out for another week, maybe get a little bit more pub out of this for another week or so. And then ultimately, you know, just from past experience from these other celebrity feuds and impromptu, you know, celebrity uh, boxing matches, they never come to fruition. I think this will be no different. They'll end up hyping it up and it won't end up happening. And if they do end up putting a date on it, the date would be so far in the future. that by the time it rolls around, public interest will be next to none. And it will be, you know, they would have missed the opportunity. It needs to be tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. <laughs> at Fifty's house, where's the money in it for like Mayweather? Like I don't understand. Well, it. because if he does it under Mayweather Promotions, 
you know. But if they're charging ten dollars a pay per view, and I we already talked, I don't think they're gonna get five hundred k out of this shit. Then are they gonna get like fucking? I don't. Who's gonna sponsor this shit? Do you I, think somebody's how, gonna sponsor? Yeah, it? Yeah, of course people will sponsor it. I mean, just because they just because they feel that it would generate interest. I mean, if they was able to get people to buy, you know, um, wasn't the um, wasn't the slaughterhouse event? Wasn't that a pay per view event? Yeah, the slaughterhouse event was a pay per view event, but. Um, so if you can get people to buy a little bullshit like that, you could get the little ducks and the little, you know, casual fans. But ultimately, for it to be a success, I mean, I don't know, will it really, will this feud, does it really strike a nerve with urban America? Strike a nerve as in, do you think it's just going to be a bad look? No, do Is I that- feel like people really have a big veterist interest in the Soulja Boy Chris Brown three round boxing match? I don't think so, and that's why I say I think I, I might be more interested in the street match. But see, that's, the street <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like that's why I don't think it's going to generate money because tables, what, ladders, and chairs. <laughs> you know what's going to end up happening? That's why I don't think it's going to generate in a cage money. Match. Is I think what's going to end up happening if they actually end up fighting, which I don't think is going to happen. But if they actually end up fighting, I think a few people are going to buy a pay per view. They're going to come up well short of what they think. The shit's going to generate interest when the shit streams, or when everybody's sharing it all over Facebook, Instagram, and all this shit. And everybody's sharing, especially if somebody get knocked out. If they, you know, kind of like I, the Rousey I, event. I think, I, yeah, what a way to end 20, uh, 2016. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I kind of saw that coming. I don't know what people really expected uh, from somebody who hasn't fought in a year. To fight a champ. Who just whooped somebody's ass like three months ago. But uh, but my thing is with this whole uh, feud situation is that I believe it could generate money if they were to put it like on ABC. Hmm. You know, put it on regular standard ca- ca- cable television. But then, you think ABC will pick it up? I mean, you Fox. Okay, put it on Fox. FS1. TMZ. Some, some, okay, some one of the networks will pick <laughs> up. One of the networks will pick it up. And then you can have your sponsorship come from that. And then you would also, you know, I guess get paid, you know, off of the ratings. That, and that, then it would pull huge ratings because I would tune in for the free 99 to see these dudes, you know, slug it out. To see oh, some, yeah. To see, to see Soldier Boy probably, you know, come out with the with the windmill technique. But see, that to me, that's what they need to do. Like, stop with the pay. If they can get any type of network to pick it up, then not only is it going to generate, you're going to get money based off of it being on the platform and being sponsored by the network, but do you imagine the social media, um, the social media response to that? Like, that's going to be trending the whole time. Especially if they do, if, with Mayweather's promotions, if they're apparently doing the shit, it's going to end up um, being promoted like a boxing match. So when they do all these fucking pre-training videos, like, you know, these pre-fight things and training oh, regiments. Oh, but I think that would be classic. I think that would be classic. That shit would be great. I think the way I think they should do a weigh-ins. <laughs> that, they should do a press conference. I think they should do yes. all of that shit. Yes. I think that would be awesome. A whole, a whole fucking press conference, a weigh-in. Um trainees and all this shit that shit would be fucking hilarious man i need i I need i need the insight from iron mike tyson and i need the insight from floyd because apparently that's how it's supposed to be floyd is supposed to kind of train soldier boy and then tyson's gonna train uh chris brown but just the way that 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 uh that 50 and mike tyson was laughing on the phone i just felt that they knew that they had the upper hand because they was just laughing too fucking hard mike mike i never heard Mike Tyson laughed, <laughs> and he was laughing on the phone with fucking Fifty Cent about how Chris Brown, light skinned ass, is gonna wash Soldier Boy ass up. So I'm going with Iron Mike. I'm a huge Mayweather fan, but Iron Mike is just, you know, is just one of the greats. 
even and, though he never really fought nobody. And this is on Soldier. Damn, and that's the topic for another day. But this is on Soldier. I'm gonna tell you why this whole thing is on Soldier Boy. Soldier should know better than to fight somebody who dances the way Chris Brown does. You yeah, see that, the way he moving yeah, on his yeah, feet. Yeah, he's pretty elusive. Like he's pretty, he's pretty light on his feet, right? No reason you should be dancing. You should be fighting against the motherfucking dancer and the guy who made run it. I mean, Chris Brown been dancing since he was like fucking 13. And if, apparently if he's a boxing, which a lot of celebrities do, but if he's boxing, I'd imagine Chris Brown doesn't have much else to do besides fuck bitches and box. So I could see him just coming out there but and just dominating. I want to ask, like, what the soldier boy said he got this whole hood persona, but I'm like, dude, you blew up at the age of like 13, 14. It's ignorance, bro. So, I mean, like, not saying that you're not fresh. You did come from a rough section of the town of Atlanta, but now... You gotta be, you know, you know, almost spent more time away from that, from living that life than you ever did really living that life. And how old was you really when you realized that you was really living in a kind of less than stellar environment? Because I, you know, I have kids, my kids are eight, I have kids, you know, eight, four, you know, whatever, and they really don't know much other than we playing all day and. I watch TV, so you might have realized at the age of like 10 or 11 that you live in less than stellar circumstances. But then around the age 13, 14, motherfucker, you, you know, you was gone. It's it's ignorance, bro, and that's what pisses me off. Because Same shit with like Wayne. I'm like, dude, you've been on TV since you was like 12, <laughs> dude, so what the hell are you talking about? Just like just like we talked about in the past podcast, and I don't want to get too much into it, but our backgrounds, let's talk about our backgrounds here. You're from Baltimore, Maryland. I'm, I'm from Detroit City. You know, this is what bothers me about celebrities who are as ignorant as Soldier Boy. You know what it's like growing up in the hood, growing up in the projects. And Soldier Boy, just like you said, may have came up for no circumstances. But the thing is, when you're in those circumstances, you want to get out of those circumstances. <laughs> it does not make sense for me for a celebrity who is out of those circumstances to go back in and just be like, yeah, I'm in the hood. They say I'm from the hood. I'm in the who no, gives a no, fuck? No, I don't, I don't think it's a problem for you to go back to your environment. You know, like if he was in Atlanta and he would have did that same video. I don't if think he was it, in his hood, yes. yeah, I don't think it would have been an yes. issue at all. But just for you just going any and everywhere, like it's all just gravy train. I think that's a little nuts because it because it, it could have went left. But that's what I'm saying. Like if you're going back to your neighborhood and you hanging out with cats that you grew up with or people that you knew, I mean that's something that's totally different. Um, or even if you're going back to these neighborhoods and you're empowering it, you know, kind of like these, a lot of these artists do, you're like, Hey, I'm in, I'm back in my neighborhood. You know, we out here giving to charities, we out here doing shit like that. That shit makes sense to me. But when you go into a fucking neighborhood that you do not belong in and you're yelling shit like Suwu with fucking bloods from Compton in a Compton neighborhood that you're not familiar with wearing jewelry, like this motherfucker is on a whole nother level with this shit like that. That is a level of ignorance because if there's one thing that the hood has taught me, you don't ever go to a place. You don't ever just visit a random hood without knowing somebody. You just don't take a fucking trip through that bitch. Well, I mean, I guess apparently he feels that he knows these, the, you know, the gentlemen who live in this particular section of town well enough to come in their section of town with cameras and be no shirt on and everything like this. But they so, was laughing at him too, man. Like, Yeah, I really felt that they was kind of like making him the butt of the jokes. They was, because if you saw the other video with the longer extended version, they was joking around. They was like, yo, this dude wild and this, that, and the third. He crazy. So you kind of tell that they were just laughing at him the entire time. But even that, to me, is not fucking cool. Because what happened, 
to him and Compton was the perfect was to me the best circum the best case scenario. It's kind of like the Kim Kardashian robbery. Like what happened was the best case. It wasn't like any fucking rape or some shit like that. What happened was the best thing that could happen because what what would you think would have happened if he went to a Compton neighborhood and then suddenly we got the new soldier boy got shot in Compton? Like to me, that's that's the what happened was the best case, and somebody need to be in his ear and just tell him that he looks fucking stupid. And I thought he got that shit when he apologized, but then he went out and pulled the soldier, retracted all of that shit, and then started inviting people to the boxing match. So I mean, he's fully invested at this point. I just don't really understand it. You would think like that he's been around for so long that you kind of would have gotten a lot of this ignorance out of your sister because now you a grown ass man, kind of looking like a real fool. Um, exposing your ass to the world really for no reason. Yeah, and just like you said, being that he blew up so young, just like you said, he may have been in that environment, but being that he blew up so young, you was away, you had money for such a long time. It's kind of like... Yeah, you've uh, been rich for such a long time now that you, you know what I'm saying? Not saying that you ever forget where you're coming from, but bro, you're so disconnected from the streets from this point, just from a, just from a tax bracket level, that you really don't understand what the fuck is going on there no more. He and that's what I'm million, saying. He just, I just saw a video of him today. He spent a million dollars on three cars. That's what I'm saying. Like, and especially if you look at somebody like, let's give it a good example. That says you are no longer from the hood. Yes. Once you spend, once yes. you spend a million dollars in a day on three cars, that's who. That's what's saying you're no longer from the hood, bro. That. Yes, exactly. So, just like you said, it it would be just like bow. It's just not even would be just like it's just like bow wow when he's doing the videos with all these good ones like. Son, you've been famous since you was like seven. Now, no, I'm not even saying, but see, I, I, I can understand the video with the goons. Okay, I may not be, you know, still living this lifestyle, but I didn't, you know, I could, all my friends couldn't come out of the hood with me. So you still may have those goons or whoever you still hang with, but at least you projected that, like, I'm not going to do this. You know, these little dudes behind me might do this, but he's not out there running around and Compton talking about zoo whooping. And fucking, they say bye bye from the hood. Hey man, look, <laughs> hey look, but uh, but shout out, but look, man, Soldier Boy was doing a great job. Which you know, I'm not particularly a huge fan of his music, but he was doing a good job with his music thing. He was doing a good job with his internet marketing, you know, and everything he had going on with that. So I really say just focus back on that because everything he's doing now with Chris Brown is taken away from those other talents and abilities, um, you know, that he has going for himself. Damn. My boy just used the word soldier boy, talent, and abilities in the same sentence. Hey, man. Motherfuckers can't hate on the kid, man. The kid's fucking like <laughs> He's 20, business savvy. 25 years old. No, he and, is. I'll give him that. He's a millionaire like, you know, 10, 10 times over. So, you know. I'll give him that. The fact that he's actually still somewhat relevant after that one hit that he had. I mean, you're nah, talking. Nah, nah. He didn't have one hit. He, he strung together a couple. He proved to motherfuckers that he could string together a couple. Well, that was, all, that was in the, I'm, I'm, what I mean is earlier in his career. Because obviously the biggest hit is Crank That, which blew him up. But when you come out and you're just a fucking, you just got a desktop uh, program and you're producing and then suddenly you get millions of dollars and then you're still relevant 10 years later, that tells me that you have a business savvy. And 50 Cent has said it before about Bow Wow. Bow Wow has said it before about Soldier that he does have a business talent. Um, you know, he's very business savvy and has that aspect of him. But he definitely needs to um, get the shit together, man. Because to me, it's a bad look. And... Dude, they they both like 2015 for Chris Brown and Soldier. It's been all about not the music. Like maybe not for Chris Brown's point, because Chris Brown put out a record 
And then he kind of got on that yeah, fuck yeah, up. Yeah, he had, he had some success 2015, 2016 with, with some music. Yeah, so. But Chris Brown always has success normally when he drops a record. Because he was, I'm surprised, you know, to your point about Soulja, that Chris Brown was really still relevant and able to bounce back given the fact of how public, um, you know, a beatdown, you know, that he gave the young lady. But, uh, you know, after everything kind of blew over from that, he came out with the Look At Me Now record and kind of never looked back. So that kind of speaks to his talent. It really kind of speaks to you no matter what the hell you do to somebody or what you do. If you got talent, you America's going to look the other way. Exactly. You got you to gotta, you gotta have talent and they'll look the other way. Because I tell you what, if Kobe Bryant had that rape case over his head and he came out and he was scoring like eight points, then he would have been in jail. That's just, it just is what it is. You got to have talent and people I mean, end up forgetting. I don't know about that because if you're in the NBA scoring eight points a game, you probably got the lawyer that could probably get you off the case too. Nah, son. I'm not rolling. I'm not. If that was Tabo Cephalosha who was involved in the rape case, it's over for him. It is over. If the facts of the case was the same for him that it was for Kobe and he's making a couple million, he got the good lawyer. Because the facts of the case was just terrible. That girl was just a smee. So it was just <laughs> Yeah, so just like you said, talent, it always happens. If R. Kelly was trash, he wouldn't have got away with pissing on that little girl. Now that um, is facts. So, but he got he got that talent, so it all works out in the end, man. But if it does, you know what? All jokes aside, which again, I don't think it's going to happen, but if it does happen, at the end of the day, good for them. Like to me, if to me if the pay-per-view ends up happening, even though how ignorant they look, that is good for them because it's not Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and do all these diss records about killing you if I see you in the streets and then somebody getting hurt and some violence on some Biggie and Tupac shit. If you're gonna just settle it in the ring, then that that's good for them. That's the way that shit should be settled if they do it that way. So if it happens, it happens. If not, I'm bullying it regardless. I think, I think what they should do is they should just call up MTV and bring back the celebrity death match. Celebrity death match. Holy shit, that's true. MTV get behind that because I know you both like uh, Soulja and Chris Brown, but uh. Yeah, man, and you know what? All of this shit, like last, let's say last year, because Chris Soldier Boy fuckery happened at the end of 2016. Last year was involved to me. The three biggest headlines involved, what the four, four biggest headlines involved: Game, Meek Mill, Soldier Boy, and Chris Brown. Now, Meek Mill and Game are in headlines again for two separate reasons. I want to talk about the Meek Mill first. Oh, shit. Because I feel like we got to get these jokes off. <laughs> How many? Yo, man. We've been killing Meek so many times, man. Just No, not even killing them because we did it because we gave him mad love off of the music. We He just been getting killed personally. Maybe uh-huh. not so much musically this year, but personally in the personal side. Yeah, man. Oh, man. And it's been a bad few few um a few years for Meek. Um okay. Meek Mill and Nicki Minaj. If you this is our TMZ tabloid of the day. This is our school rumors of the day. Cause I don't think this is too invested. The whispers of the halls. The, the whispers of the halls. It's not a part of your curriculum, but it's still something that's out there and the teacher has to address it. It's like the fucking principal fucking students. That's a bad example. But um Yeah, I don't know what you don't know what that means. Yeah, I'm not I'm on definitely that. not getting with the students. Shout out to R. Kelly. All right. Um, <laughs> Meek Mill and Nicki Minaj are no longer an item. Yeah, man. Looks like, looks like she kicked that boy out in that Philly cold, man. They broke up. 
now. <laughs> I wonder what I wonder I wonder whose music will will become better. You know, that's a good point. That's a good point cuz to me, even though Nikki's been relevant, she's been struggling opposed to what she was 2 years ago. So um and Me- Meek Mill I'm not going to say he's been struggling. He's just been fucking taking a lot of L's. Personally, Personally, yes. the last year and a half. I think Nikki's... Because musically, that DC4 was fire. I think Nikki's would um, Nikki's would would be a lot more, but um, would get a lot better. But they they ended up breaking up. Um, I don't know. I'm not following this fucking, you know, this fucking Meek Mill, Nicki Minaj relationship shit like that. Um, according to sources, it was over Meek cheating on Nikki or some shit like that. But, um... What do you what do you feel? What do, what do you feel about that? I mean, I feel like these mofos was you know breaking up to make up every week, you know, kind of using that shit for publicity stunts anyway. Uh, they went on tour together, so it seemed like they was able to line their pockets. One of the hotter one of the hotter tours, um, you know, that they went on. You know, I think they hit uh, the U.S. and I think they hit a couple spots in Canada as well, which was which was a pretty good look for both of them. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, nobody really thought that it was going to be, you know, wedding bells for these two, I don't think. Um, So, you know, I'm not really shocked by the breakup, you know. Um, I just think it's mad funny how she just went on Twitter. It was just like, I'm single. Yeah. It was just like, damn, like, just came out and just bluntly said this shit. Shout out to my boss, uh, bitches, wife, and niggas. Yo, but, yep, facts. I was just fucking crazy (laughs) by by this guy, man. Is that your girl? Is that your girl tour? The world tour. The world tour, your girl's tour. (laughs) <laughs> Damn. Uh, but that shit was funny. But uh, I, but I think it's more hilarious. And I don't know if you peeped this, but it was that Sharif said he wants back in, or Safari. Yes, what yes, was his Safari, name? Safari. Safari. Safari ba- said he wants back in. Yo, Safari's been broken up. He's been heartbroken over this man. You can never trust motherfuckers. Safari's been heartbroken, and he wants back in. Let me tell you what would be funny. All right. The internet's been popping over Draylo. Right. They've been popping over. El Drake and Jennifer Lopez. It's just fucking a joke and disgusting. It is a joke and disgusting to me too. Now. She was a pop for Puffy. She yo, was a pop for Mark Anthony. Like, come on, man. Drake was probably like eight when she was dating Puffy. Yo, she was a pop. Yo, that, so, yo that's why I guess that's why he's trying to fuck Puffy. I guess that's why he's trying to fuck uh, J-Lo because Puffy, you know, black design shit. <laughs> Shout out to Puff Daddy for keeping it grimy. Take that, take that. <laughs> so... Okay, so this whole Draylo situation. Now, let me just say is this. Is that what they call them? Maybe? They call them Draylo. Wow. Draylo. They don't waste no fucking time. I know, this fucking Twitter world. Here's what I'm saying. You were saying who's going to be <laughs> <Draylo>. better for? <laughs> who's going to be better for? It's going to be better for her. It's going to be better for Nikki because I feel like it's, she had nothing to lose at all. Uh, she's still going to be, she's a huge pop star. She's still going to be relevant and she's going to probably make better music, especially if she get back with Safari. She'd probably be making that old crack. Now, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe that's the key. Maybe Safari was the key. Now, let me tell you, because Nicki Minaj is petty. Damn, and we like petty. We do like petty. Shout out to Dream Champs. Drake is the pettiest motherfucker of all time. Do you see where I'm going with this right here? What did he do? He ain't do nothing. But 2017 just started. We already got some Meek Mill in the fucking presses. We already got some Chris Brown, a soldier. We haven't yet gotten Drake. We got Draylo, but that's going to be done soon. Right. It's over for Meek once Drake brings Nicki Minaj out. Yeah. It's over. Because I already see it. I already know this shit's going to fucking happen. And Nicki's so fucking petty, she would do it. And Drake just came out recently and said he's going to retire back to back. 
talking about some positivity shit like I don't want to bring in this shit. I want to retire. I'm going to retire back. He's not going to perform it anymore on concerts. I would not be surprised. Until he brings it back. Until he brings out <laughs> Nicki Minaj and then he performs back. I'm seeing it. I'm calling it right here. El Drake is going to be petty. And if that shit happens, it's over for me. Rick Ross better just rip up the contract because I don't see. I cannot see if he would bounce back from that. The only way he would bounce back from that is if some goon shit like fucking beat Drake down in the hall or some shit like that. Like he can't. He cannot. It, it's it's going to be over for him, bro. If Nicki Nicki comes out, I, I can't see. The only thing that would be better than that is if like Drake is performing back to back, and then he pauses it, and then he brings out Nicki and she has a verse. That would just be classic. Yes, that would fucking be classic. So if it happens, or, you heard it here first. Yo. Or even better than that would be if he's stringing back to back. Um, it would that was that world tour line, right? If he says, "Is that your girl's uh, your, your world? What's it? Your your world tour? Your girl's tour?" And then Nicki comes out right after that. It has a verse. Oh, that would be fire. It's over for you. You know what? I feel kind of bad, Max. One day we're going to blow up and we're going to want that Meek Press run. He's just going to be coming through with the goons. We don't want no problems. He's going to ask for the respect. Put, we, some, put some respect on God my name. God damn. And that was definitely a flag. And he caught the ball. <laughs> ah. God ah. damn. All right. And watching the Seahawks Lions game. But uh, yeah, man, like I said, I think that'll be the, the ultimate L for. Uh, for a meat meal, but um, you know what? Shout out to me. I want 100% success for him, just like you said that um, Dream Chasers Four was yeah, good, it was fire, was good. Um, I can't wait to hear Tony's story part four, which he says gonna be crazy. Yep. So everybody, oh, speaking of speaking of fucking rappers and shit, how funny is it? Now we had New Year's just popped off. We had a lot of good mixtapes that came out. Shout out to Tory Lanez. He dropped two back to back mixtapes. Nice. Um, he dropped New Toronto 2 and Chicks Tape 4, which Chicks Tape 4 is fire. I like the Chicks Tape series. Um, yes. We were talking about our boy Trey Songs last week. Trigger. And then he comes out with that, that trappy New Year. Yo, man. With Fab and Trey Songs. I think he did all that shit on purpose just to get, just to get the pub. He did. Notice how he did his, how he wasn't in jail. And you know what? Um, did you hear it? No, I haven't heard it. Okay. I'll just leave it at that. It wasn't great. Damn. It wasn't great at all. Like, I I don't know. It it came out to me like how a Trey Songs and Fab mixtape would be. If Trey isn't singing all the time, if he's trying to rap, it just He was trying to rap on he the was record. trying to rap on the records. It wasn't uh, on a few of the records. And it just Oh man. Nah. Yeah. And it was only like eight, eight songs, the whole thing. So um Yeah, man. So we're gonna need some new shit from Meek. Um, you know, Fab and Kiss supposed to drop that record at some point. Yeah, they supposed to work on that Freddie versus Jason shit, but um, they've been talking about that shit for a while, so we'll see how that shit plays out. I know the Locks is about to go on. Uh, they're working on going on tour, so I don't know if you can handle another Lock show. Oh, shit, yo. Don't bring up the... I can handle... I'll be more sober this Lock show, but I will say this. Let's talk about the Locks real quick, right? I don't want to spend too much on this because this is kind of a dead topic. They came out with their album, which was uh, 30 Americans, some shit like that. Um, filthy America, filthy is America. Beautiful. There you go. I heard the shit finally. Yeah, okay. I'm not rolling with this as a good CD. Um, it had a couple good records on there, but I've even believed that I heard them say, um, that themselves that this wasn't like, this wasn't for the for the way that they were spinning it for this like the first Locks album mm-hmm. in X amount of years. They themselves kind of was like, well, this wasn't really like 
an official like locked album how we would have made it like you know like we are the streets and some shit like that but um but collectively it wasn't really a good locked project but like individually there was definitely bright spots there, there was good verses very Sheik Luch to me had great verses yo Sheik had some good verses and I, I'm a huge fan of Styles man yes. I, I really feel like sometimes Styles just be blanking out just taking you to a whole nother level um to a whole nother place with the way that he's painting it but then you always have Jadakiss, man, who really just stirs the cup for the group because his boss is just, he just, Jadakiss is just super duper cool, man. Like, so. But you know what I always say about the locks, and this is kind of the feel I got off this tape. This is exactly what I said about Styles P. I'm a huge Styles P fan. I have almost every Styles P CD that actually came out, Facts. including mixtapes. My thing with Styles P is he's always made good CDs. He's never made a great CD. When you get a Styles CD, you know what you get. It's never, to me, has been a great style city. To me, that's why he's always been in the shadow of um, of Jada. Because if you think back, a lot of big records in hip-hop had styles on it, but motherfuckers don't remember. Had Jada on it, too. Yeah, yeah. like, let's say let's say just specifically styles. Fucking locked up. Good times. Well, well, good times is more styles record. Yeah, but I mean, but outside of locked up. He BMF. Had, he had this shit with uh, J-Lo. Oh yeah, yeah, that record. That record was huge. But who who remembers Styles on BMF? I do because I'm a Styles fan because I thought his fucking verse was dope. But motherfuckers wasn't singing the Styles part. They I were think, singing that Ross huh, shit. No, nah, I think niggas were singing the Styles shit. Too. Oh shit, maybe in Brooklyn or some shit like that. Uh man, but yeah, this is a good these are good records out there. But uh, we, you know, we we kind of put a spin on that for for Meek. Um, you know, just like we said. The Meek Mill situation and uh, game, just like we said, Meek Mills and games popped off and that shit came and went. It was just a hot, you know, flash in the pan there. Game, what do you feel about Game saying that his last album, his next album, is his last? I feel like it's just a way to try to get more and uh, generate more interest and buzz around the album. Lupe saying that you gonna say Lupe, Jay Z, and then you fucking name it. Everybody been doing that shit. I'm gonna retire, and then they come back because the money too, because the money too easy. But um, ultimately um. I know that uh, Mr. Chuck Taylor's been going through a lot. You know, got a bitch trying to hit his pockets for seven million dollars. Damn, um, that's not a good look. We got to explain that to your daughter. Um, then you, you know, you're still fighting a case from you know a couple years back when you wanted to be Mr. Tough Guy, and then you know you smacked up an off duty. Like I, like he's one. He's another one who I grew up listening to the game in high school, bro. Yeah, and here we are, ten years later, and you still doing shit that you should have got that you would have got away with. 10 years ago like you still doing that same shit so um so now he got he said now he got to run home and as soon as he touched down um in los angeles he said he got to run home and do a bid real quick uh for assaulting that police officer i don't know what kind of quick bid you can do for punching a fucking cop but uh only when you a celebrity i guess especially in uh if you're from la and when you're already when you already got a record like how, how the hell is you beating these these cases Shit, I need that lawyer. I tell you that. Yeah, I'm saying I need that fucking lawyer. Damn, you can see what OJ went through and he had no record. <laughs> yep. So I need I definitely need that lawyer. Just like you said, you got a record. And in LA, where it seems like every other fucking day it's some police officer against somebody and then that person either gets killed or gets a crazy charge. Yeah, that's nuts, man. But if this is Chuck's last album, like he says, man, he definitely gave a lot to the game. He definitely elevated beef to another level with the whole Stop snitching, stop lying in the 300 bars and running and just devouring every MC who really tried to step to him or thought they had any uh, static with him. So and then also he brought you, you know, he brought a classic album to the table 
in my opinion, in the documentary. So, you know, yeah, that was a classic. It's always going to be a, uh, it's always going to be love. And he also brought you that little, uh, documentary, like the little welcome to Compton shit. That was pretty cool. Um, as well. So if it is the last album for Chuck Taylor, hurricane game, um, you know, it was definitely a good career. Sad that we didn't get to see the G unit reunion. Cause I definitely thought that there was a lot of money on the table there, but, um, but if it is the last one, um, hopefully he'll make, I'm pretty sure he'll make it, you know, he'll make it worthwhile. I agree. You know what I would like to see? And I know this is never going to happen. This is just me being nostalgic here. Just like you said, the G unit reunion, I would always, I've always loved to see a collaboration with either Dipset G unit, Dipset D block, you know, one of the, one of those three just collaborating. I thought we were going to get something special when um long time ago, when the Dipset and D block came out with that one joint uh, with hell realm uh, styles and Jada. That dipset D block with Jim Jones. I thought we was gonna yeah. see more of that shit, and I, then it just kind of died down. That's what I wish we could see now. I would love to see like a a locks dipset G unit tour. Yes, I think that's a lot of money on the table for that also. But uh, you know, I don't know how you would really work that in because you have so many moving parts. You might end up with the concert that's like three, four hours long because there's so much material. Yup, exactly. So. So like I said, man, we'll see we'll see what happens with that. Um, you know, shout out to uh shout out to uh G Unit, shout out to all them cats. Um, yeah, man. But that that's it, man. You know, uh raindrop, drop top, make that wax song stop. Um, you know, I, it hasn't been shit. We just we finally coming back for the new years. It's a new class. New class, man. Uh new new session out here. Um Fucking Lions and Seahawks is on right now. You know, they throwing up mad flags. I never seen so many yellow, so much yellow in my life. Mad Hankies on the field. Mad Hankies on the field. But, um, yep, that's it, man. Just like you said, if the, the Chris Brown Soldier Boy shit pop off, I'm not going to spend 10 bucks on watching that shit. I'll catch the shit on YouTube. But I would love to see that shit happen. Like I said, to me, I'm just going to wrap this. We, we can wrap this podcast up here real quick. But to me, more artists should be like that. Like, why? Why the fuck not? Like if you if you're gonna be on the fucking videos and video blogs and you talk about smacking the motherfucker, you gonna knock him out. Why not fight in the ring? To me, that shit just is it just a pride thing? Like is that is that the is, is video blogs the equivalent of the guys who try to get who are loud and because they know somebody's gonna hold them back? Is that what I mean, that is? Yeah, that's basically what the equivalent is because you also have to remember if you actually do. Uh, if you actually do get into the ring and then you lose, that could be career suicide for you because, you know, the social media trolls may never let you live that down. Look at how they treat Ronda Rousey, who is a professional fighter. And yes. She loses. Oh, so imagine Rousey. how they would feel. Who loses to another professional fighter. So now imagine how they would troll the shit out of, let's say, Soldier Boy if, you know, if he was to go in there and get washed up or vice versa. If Chris Brown was to actually go in here and lose. To Soldier Boy, imagine how the damage, irreparable damage that would do to his career. But to me, it depends on how you lose. Like Yo, that's if the you thing. You go in here and get washed up. You just washed up. If you get what, if you get rousy, then you lose in like the first minute. You know what I'm saying? If if Soldier Boy and Chris Brown actually fight, and Chris Brown or Soldier Boy hit the one of each other hits, you know, one to the other, and the other person gets knocked out, it goes out. the distance. But Soldier Boy beat his ass all three rounds. It's just career suicide. Yeah, it de- it depends on how, just like you said, it depends. But if it's an entertaining fight, it might be like one of those, yo, this shit, we might be on to something. You know, it's always like that. It's just like boxing matches. Yeah, but I think the odds are if we were to watch something like this, it would be lopsided one way or the other. Yeah, I agree. And it's funny that we can even watch it like this because if you look at the tail of the tape, the tail of the tape on some boxing shit, 
there's no reason why Chris Brown should be fighting Soldier Boy. Like they're two different classes there, you know. Uh, Soldier Boy to me, he would be in a super bantam featherweight division, and you know Chris Brown will be a little bit more up. But yep, that's it, man. Just like you said, you know, first first episode, first uh, class uh, session here at the academy, first 2017. Yeah, man, new year, new shit. Definitely good to be back in class, man. But you know, what a way to start it off with these with this three ring circus, man. These mofos at it again. Yes, sir. And you know, we're recording this shit um over college football weekend. Uh, you know, the college football game is here in Tampa. Yeah, man, the city's live. Oh Monday. yeah, I'm gonna go check out uh Mikey Mike in the morning and I'm gonna go check out the the guys at uh first take down there at the uh convention center. Oh word, that's gonna be when Monday? Yeah, Monday. Oh, that's dope. I didn't know that shit was popping off. I might go check them out, man. Yeah, it's gonna be had the fucking shirts. Oh yes. <laughs> Yes, it, we it, we can still get them bitches by Monday. I'll tell you that much. But um, yeah, just like you said, man, it's gonna be a fun weekend here in Tampa. You know, it's a little bit chilly. It's been gonna be chilly throughout the weekend, man. Shout out to my motherfucking Dominicans out there still with the open toe sandals with no socks and forty degree weather. Shout out to you guys. You guys are strong. Um, it's fucking hilarious. You know, so you know, shout out, shout out to everybody, man. Just like you said, we're back classes in session again, once again for the new years, uh, twenty seventeen academy. As always, you can always follow us at the handles. You know, I'm gonna make this quick. Just search Culture Academy Podcast, and you're going to find us somewhere. Uh, we're going to be on more platform for you guys, but definitely like, share, follow, SoundCloud, um, Google Play Music, iTunes. Um, and as always, class dismissed. Class is dismissed. Um, you know, fuck it. Turn in your homework assignments. We already talked about this. Y'all y'all staying for detention. Y'all keep fucking around. Word to, uh, word to, my, to my boy on that tour. Word to Jeremiah. Staying <laughs> stay for that detention. Don't think we forgot you, Jeremiah. All right? <laughs> Only five minutes, that's it. <laughs> so you got to stay up here. All right, man. Peace. We out.